Hello and welcome to the new and improved Jabbering Jew podcast. Yes, we've resurrected the show, but we've made a few changes along the way. While we're still going to have our friends on regularly, we're also going to do a slightly shorter show and we'll be a bit more real estate centric. As it turns out, the dog sitting wasn't covering Brian's monthly nut, so he went out and got his real estate license. Now that he's the hottest realtor in the South Bay, he's going to give you listeners advice on buying a house. So without further ado, here's your host, Brian Naftali, the Jabbering Jew and official Keller Williams realtor. Hello. As many of you know, I've got some big news. I recently got my real estate license and I've joined Keller Williams Beach Cities in El Segundo, California as a real estate agent. You know, when I set out to achieve something, I do it no matter how little experience I may have when I start. You've seen me do this with boxing, marathon running, 14 under my belt, homeowning, and even wedding officiating. My record is currently two happy marriages, zero divorces in case you're keeping score. Now I'm going to do it with real estate, putting that same enthusiasm and dedication into this new career as I put into so many other things in my life. Among the many reasons I chose Keller Williams, they offer continuous classes and training for new agents, as well as a mentor program in which I have enrolled. The added benefit to you, the client, is that along with myself, you will be getting the whole Keller Williams team. While I'm new to real estate as a profession, I do bring a lot of relevant experience to the table, including seven years of reviewing real estate investments, the experience of purchasing my own home in Redondo Beach, and an extensive network of relationships with other realtors, buyers, and sellers. Plus, as I'm sure you know, I'm quite the talker. It happens to run in the Naftali blood. Thanks, Dad. I will use this skill to represent you in the highest regard, as I believe integrity is the key to any lasting relationship. It's been quite a journey to get to this point, and I'm excited to start this new adventure. So, if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, just want to chat about what's happening in the market, have any real estate questions, or just want to talk about Maryland sports, give me a call. If you have friends, family, or coworkers who are in the market to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, please have them give me a call, and I'll be thrilled to help them, You know, with the possible exception if they are Duke fans. Remember, Keller Williams is a trusted name in the business across the 50 states, so please don't hesitate to call me whether you live five minutes or as far away as a five-hour flight. So I'm Brian Naftali, Keller Williams Beach Cities. You can reach me at my Facebook page, which is Brian Naftali Realtor. Uh, My spelling of my name is B. R I A N N A F T A L Y Realtor. Also, you can reach me at my email, which is Brian at BrianNaftaliHomes.com. You can also find me on my website at BrianNaftaliHomes.com. Thank you. These are the things that I'm focusing on. Tips about cool stuff that's happening in Redondo Beach and the South Bay. 
recommendations of places to eat. I've also put recommendations on like the top five music in the South Bay, top five uh, dog parks in all of LA. Uh, Cause for me, uh, usually I don't like leaving the South Bay, but for my dog, if you know me, I will certainly travel for her. Also tips about buying and selling your home, what to look for, how to get a good deal and more. Uh, I've also posted my top 10 things that I learned while going through the home buying process myself. You can see one through six on there. Right now, I'll go over one through five. Number one, be prepared. Do your homework. This is going to be the biggest decision that you're going to make in your life. Uh, You do need to put a little time into it. Uh, How long did you research before you bought and, and what? sort of resources did you use to like which websites yeah so i used the Redfins, the trulia's i also you know very much worked with my realtor he sent me stuff all the time and then i would once i found the neighborhood that i wanted to uh, move into in the north redondo area it was a very pretty quick process uh i was probably in within you know five months uh but I pretty much wasted and spun my wheels for probably almost three years before I really, you know, said, hey, I'm ready for this. Uh, And that's the same trap that a lot of buyers, uh, you know, kind of fall into is, am I ready for this? Me in the last 10 years? Uh, Well, I mean, we all we all have gone through it. I totally understand uh, where most buyers are coming from since I was in that position myself. And I definitely... uh, you know, didn't exactly, you know, take the ball, take the ball and, you know, score a touchdown right away. It, it just took a long time for you to wrap your head around the fact that, you know, this is something that uh, is just going to be the biggest decision in your life. And then how did you find your realtor? Uh, so I went with a friend. I went with someone who had been doing it for quite a while. Uh, trust for me is very important. Uh, I felt like I can trust him implicitly. So, uh, and I certainly made the right call considering that, uh, when I started the process, I, uh, was looking in the 550 range. I ended up buying at 720. Uh, that was clearly much higher than where I started. And, uh, you know, my realtor, Adam Roselle, actually talked with me and said instead of going hey I'm going to make an extra you know the commission on another 170,000 he actually pulled me aside and you know said hey are you over the budget or you know we weren't even close to this and now we're here uh are you worried about this at all and that is you know I mean that means everything uh so the, the next one that I'd like to talk about is communication is key. And this is pretty much using your realtor. If you have one, use them. Yes, there are plenty of apps out there. I used them myself, and this is even three years ago. Uh, but the realtors have access to so much more. Uh, and I've seen that on, on this side. You just need to communicate back and forth. And once you find you know the stuff that you are looking for, they can help you, and why wouldn't you use that? I mean, and they know the area yeah. too, right? Not only not only like they have 
a bigger database to search or whatever, but also just the experience of the area and what comes up and the relationships they have and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, certainly they're going to have more of an idea of the area, I'm sure, than you are. But even if they don't know, I have, you know, 250 plus agents at my disposal. And that's just in my actual uh, in my in my office myself, which right. is in the, at the point in uh, El Segundo. Uh, I mean, you just need to, I mean, communication is also the key for real estate agents. So much business gets done by just word of mouth and, you know, sending emails. I'm on all kinds of groups and all kinds of lists of stuff that, you know, might be off market. That's not even on all those websites that you really do need to have the realtor to uh, have a chance at getting them. All right. So, so far we've said, uh, do your homework and communication is key. What's Mm -hmm. number three? It's not always about winning. So the first place that I bid on, I loved, it's the best property that I saw in quite some time. I I thought for sure I was going to get it. And I remember this day. We were living together. Yes. And you were disappointed because it was turnkey and you wouldn't be able to kind of fix anything. Yeah. But what ended up happening was I did get outbid. Then two months later, a better place for me actually showed up on the market. There are more than one perfect property for you. Uh, you got to remember that. Uh, you kind of can't get outside your lane. If it hurts, there's no doubt about it that yeah, you... He, he was not happy. Yeah. Uh, it's It certainly hurt, and it actually, you know, but you... Especially after all the looking you had done and all the places you had gone to see. Yeah, I mean, and even during football season, which we know... Which is crazy. Which back in the yeah. day would have been a, a problem, but now with us with me showing open houses a lot of days uh is is certainly been lessened my my football watching days uh yeah so just just remember that while uh you know you certainly do want to uh get the place that you feel comfortable with uh you should just not go crazy to quote a line from uh white man can't jump uh sometimes when you win you really lose and sometimes when you lose, you really win. And sometimes when you tie, you can either win or lose. That's deep, bro. Yep. Rosie uh, Perez. Number four. Trust the process. Uh, that's basically working, again, with your realtor and getting pre-screened, uh, answering a lot of questions. The more information your realtor knows about your process, the the easier it's going to be to find that right place. Uh, once again, while uh, you know, I do think that there are plenty of places out there that are you know that can be perfect, the perfect home for you. Uh, you got to also remember that if you get eighty or eighty-five percent of what you really want in a place, you're doing a great job. Uh, no place is going to be a hundred percent. The only place that's going to be a hundred percent is if you start from scratch and you do it yourself. And then to be perfectly honest about three months later, you're going to think of something else and you're not going to be there anyways. Did you mention getting pre-approved in there or is there, we not there yeah, yet? I mean, pre pre-approved is kind of essential. Uh, it's, it's definitely in one of my, you know, tips. We haven't really, you know, talked about it. Uh, but, but the pre-approval process is essential. I mean, I mean, no one 
no real estate agent should really even be working with you if you haven't gotten pre-approved. People think that, oh, I don't want to give them my financials. I don't want to, you know, go down this path. Well, the fact of the matter is you have to, if you're going to get a house, uh, you you gotta you know produce that document. You well, have to, especially in the market here, right? Because stuff goes so fast. You don't uh, have time to. Absolutely, you're you're you are behind. If you don't have the pre-approval process already done, you're definitely way behind other people. Well, we'll t- definitely talk more about that one at some point because I've been through it, but I probably need to go through it again because it was yeah. a while ago. Yeah, it's only good for a certain amount yeah. of months. What's number five? Be patient. Uh, I was probably too patient because, as I said, you know, I did go through the process for three years. But now I wasn't working. You didn't go through it for three years. You weren't looking at places. You were looking at places for how long? It, You know, so I would look for places like a couple times a week, like a weekend for like like maybe twice in like a three-month process for the first few years. And then, yeah, but when those, I was those, really for yeah. real, the first ones weren't yeah. legit. When I really was serious, the whole process, I think it was probably the end of the football season, probably in the December area. And I ended up getting my keys on July 7th uh, after like going eight, nine months or so. Yeah, even even probably less, probably. Oh, December so you said end of football, so July, February to yeah. July or December. Yeah. No, well, yeah, I mean, I six, met se- the end six of, like, seven Friday, months, so. we'll say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and that was with going through a failed process of bidding on a place, getting my heart broken. But as you know, I've talked about, uh, it very much doesn't, it doesn't always, it isn't always wrong that you don't end up getting the place that you think you have to have. Okay. Let's get the five. That was all five, right? Yeah. Let's get the five again real quick. Uh, so be prepared, do your homework. Communication is key. It's not always about winning. Trust the process and use the pre-screening process and be patient. And wh- where can uh, the fine listeners list, uh, find this stuff? So on Brian on the Brian Naftali Realtor page on Facebook. Uh, I also have a few other things. I have, you know, fun facts about Redondo Beach and some stuff about the South Bay. I also, as I mentioned, you know, you'll certainly get real your good, fill. Real good article on the uh, surfing history in Redondo Beach. That is correct. Uh, and has, has sparked a, a, a minor uh, <laughs> hit as far as I'm concerned. All, uh, with all, all 50 or 60 clicks. 70 likes <laughs> and 70 unique likes. Uh, not people that I previously knew. So I, I, I count that as a win, my friend. More than I get on my birthday. Ooh, way to take us down. Uh, you can also find me uh, or email me at briannaftlyhomes.com. Uh, if you have any other questions or further, you know, you want to know further information on whether, you know, my home buying tips or if you just want to get in touch with me uh, and you want to look at some places. All right. Thanks. So uh, on to the fun stuff now? Yeah, let's, let's go to the fun stuff. Stanford is favored versus Utah on the road. They're both ranked. I'm not sure why Stanford is ranked. Utah's actually beat better teams. Uh, doesn't make any sense to me. So somehow Stanford's going to win by more than four they're favored. It just doesn't make sense. That why, That's why you actually have to go on the side that does not make sense. 
Next one, LSU versus Florida. Florida is only favored by two. Once again, <laughs> uh, LSU just lost to Troy. They've gotten blown out the week before that. Uh, they're not good, yet Florida has actually played pretty well since their opening week loss against the highly rated Michigan team. Uh, LSU should be getting more than the two and a half points that they're getting. It probably should be about a touchdown. I say take LSU. Getting only the two and a half makes no sense. Is that the game that got moved because of Katrina? From last last year, not Katrina. Oh. Uh, it was it was there was some hurricane the previous year, uh, and they so it's going to be like two years in a row. It's going to be in Florida instead of you know one of the two years it should have been in LSU. Uh, next one, we're going to go to the pros. The Bills have played over their heads this season. The Bills are 3-1. and one. They're actually in front of the New England Patriots. Uh, Cincinnati is favored. Heads are exploding all over the Northeast. Yeah, Cincinnati is favored by three at home versus the Bills. Uh, once again, makes no sense. Take Cincinnati. Ride Andy Dalton. And uh, expect them to not only win, but win by more than a field goal. You know, you're going against the the leaders in the NFC East? Not NFC East. A- AFC, AFC East. East? I don't know football. What am I talking about? Well, you actually got a division. That was shocking. Uh, so that's pretty much it from the gambling corner, uh, which we're doing a lot less of, which is, uh, you know. <laughs> and when I mean a lot less, I mean nothing. Look, no locks of the week here. I know. Uh, we've we've moved well past that. <laughs> when he, listeners, when he says bet against him, against his advice, I just no. anecdotal experience. I suggest betting against his advice. While I normally would agree with you, if I actually don't bet on the actual game, don't bet against my advice. Bet against the actual plays that I make, uh, because those are what are absolutely garbage. <laughs> My bad. I'll recap my betting forum from last week. Uh, Once again, these are not games that I'm actually betting. These are games that I think smell fishy. Uh, For whatever reason, the the lines have either moved down or moved up in a weird way when almost everybody is talking about how one team is going to win and win big or vice versa, and then the line goes the opposite direction. So week one, I actually went two and one. Uh, I thought I went three and zero, oh, but I forgot that Stanford gave up a late touchdown to uh, actually uh, to actually not cover. Uh, so that's just the recap. So for the season, two and one. Even though, sorry, I couldn't get those plays out to you. We're not great behind the scenes in editing, but we're working on it. One one of those was a crazy upset, right? A crazy comeback, turnaround, well, something. No, uh, I mean, there, for the for the most part, well, one was Cincinnati. I gave you uh, Cincinnati was up the whole time. The weird game of the week was definitely the LSU Florida game. Uh, where uh, that's the just, one I was watching. It just made no sense whatsoever. Uh, LSU ended up covering. Uh, if you got it in early. I guess uh, because uh, when I said it didn't make sense, it had become about a pick'em game. Uh, the crazy part is, is LSU ended up 
as a favorite, which just stinks to high heavens. Uh, <laughs> For any late betters. Yeah, it's just well, they actually most most of that probably went on Florida. Uh, the the true gamblers probably lost late, but the novices uh, who said, "Hey, this line doesn't make any sense. I'm getting great value in Florida." And Florida ended up not covering or not having a chance to win because they missed an extra point. Though LSU, oh, that's what it was. LSU truly did dominate the game. Okay, so you went two and one. Yep. We'll keep a running tally. Yep. Hopefully, at some point, we can bring in a monkey to uh, pick against you. Well, that's another Tony Kornhauser re- reference. So through two episodes. What, two, three references. I mean, they're uh, going to keep coming. And we might have cut it. That's possible. <laughs> so. Possibly one, possibly two. Okay, so this week I like Minnesota getting three uh, versus Green Bay. I think every person and their mom would be on Green Bay. They're such a public team. Yet, it started at four and a half, where Minnesota was getting four and a half and has come down to only three points. So that's very eye-opening and surprising. The other game that I want to talk about is Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Uh, Kansas City is everybody's darling. Pittsburgh has been pretty miserable. Are they still undefeated? Yes. And they played wonderful last week in a primetime game. And uh, they beat Houston by about 10-ish points, maybe even 15, 16. Uh, So I don't quite understand how Casey at home is only laying four. I would take Pittsburgh. I think that that game once again stinks. If the line ends up around four, four and a half, it just does not make any sense. Uh, Casey has been a far superior team this year. They're playing at home. Pittsburgh's not a great road team as well. Uh, and they just got blown out at home versus uh, Jacksonville. That if the betters really hesitate to give up those home points though like six or seven at home seems like when i hear that when i hear people talking about it it's like that's huge i would you that's unbelievable in the nfl yeah and and people with and pittsburgh's also a public team so that might be part of it uh kansas city not nearly as much yeah not as much following and people still don't believe in alex smith though he's been probably the mvp through you know this portion of the season uh, I also love Andy Reid. He's just fantastic. Uh, okay, so uh, moving on, you want to talk about a little bit on the news, like tonight's event? Well, we're at uh, we're at 15 minutes here. I think we can probably do 10 minutes on the U.S. World Cup qualifying. 10 minutes? <laughs> oh, four minutes because they haven't even qualified. I got greedy. My bad. Uh, the hexagonal, the fifth game of the hexagonal was tonight, uh, USA versus Panama in Orlando. Orlando. And if anybody doesn't know what a hexagonal is, it's six. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that, buddy. Crushing it. <laughs> uh, so, game five of six for the U.S. team, uh, U.S. men's national soccer team, trying to qualify for the 2018 World Cup. Which, by the way, I just I realized today I was like, I can't believe it's the World Cup is just this summer. I couldn't be more excited. Uh, no, U.S. Like- coming in. Uh, in fourth place against 
third, second place Panama? No, third. Third place Panama? We had nine points. They had ten. Right. I knew that. You know, they put up an unexpected and, showing. I mean, And they, the CONCACAF. 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 Would you say that's the easiest uh, division to, uh, you know, actually qualify for the... Doesn't Australia have, Australia have their, an easy one or something like that? No, it's probably the easiest one. Um, I mean, it's no it's no South America or Conmebol where Argentina is currently in fourth place with a 43% chance of getting out of the... I think getting they're into in the, sixth. Uh, unless they lost today, they're on fourth, I think. And there are only three that make it? Uh, the fourth place gets to play, well, at least in CONCACAF, the fourth place gets to play another game against, yeah, they get to play, the fourth place plays another game against Don't the they have a lot more teams? No. I mean, they're only down to 6-2. That, that, I, I look, I, I, you, you know a lot more about pretty, this pretty than sure? me. Pretty uh, sure? No, it's, I, I think... mean, it's all a hexagonal. Everybody's playing in a hexagonal right now. Okay. Because there was earlier, right, there's earlier rounds that happen as well. Uh, anyway, the U.S. won four uh, zero on a goal and ass- on the back of a goal and assist uh, from the nineteen year old wunderkind Christian Pulisic, best, uh, best player. He scored eight minutes. Scored eight nice. minutes in, breaking down three defenders on a great run and actually a, a pretty good passing sequence by the by the team, uh, and then set Josie up for a goal that literally a department store mannequin could have scored at that point um they went on to finish 4-0 and uh, we're we're definitely both excited uh where the soccer team's going uh now i feel like pulisic i mean that guy doesn't get enough press pulisic pulisic yeah uh, plays for Borussia Dortmund did right Did you end now. up watching the 60 Starting minutes? Starting four. I have not watched the 60 minutes yet. Dave Andrews got on me about that uh, on Facebook today. I need to watch it, I know. Yeah, I mean, he, he seems to be pretty grounded. Uh, I know you were a little worried that, you know, too much, too fast. Yeah. But you can either handle it or not handle it. And uh, boy, does he look like he can handle it. I mean, they talked about it in, in the game today. Uh, the kid seems to be... A born leader. I mean, he's right there with Bradley uh, in talking at half, coming out of halftime. Uh, you know, pumping up the guys, yelling at people when they're not in the right right place. Although Timmy does the majority of that. Um, the goal today, like you said earlier when we were talking, uh, probably could have been seven two, some five two, six two, something like that. Yeah, our our defense Six, three. Uh, was not great though in yeah. the second half. It was better though, as you pointed out uh, when we were talking earlier. They quit. Like- anyway, uh, I hope next time we talk, we're going to be able to report a uh, qualified U.S. national team. Yeah, and then you know delay your being pissed off for. What? Listen, <laughs> I'm going to lose the month of July or June or whatever the hell it is again, but still, it's going to be amazing. Um, I believe right. that we can tie. I believe <laughs> that we can tie. Sometimes uh, I wish we. I believe. And that. we are playing Sometimes Trinidad and I wish Tobago. We that too. They have probably a population. At TNT. They probably have a population of like 18. Yeah, but I, I believe it's nine mules and uh, 14 people. I did check. Uh, we're not sure which is larger, 
uh, Trinidad Tobago or my audience? Oh, I'm going with the island. <laughs> I'm going with the tiny island nation. Burn. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, but, one more time for the people, uh, Facebook, contact, whatever. Yeah, so Brian Naftali Realtor, you can find me. Uh, you can also email me at brian at briannaftalihomes.com. Uh, you know, feel free. Uh, if you have any questions, I'm here to help and here to serve. Thanks for listening, everybody.